We love living local. We are Scott and Kelly Greats, third-generation Central New Yorkers who live, work, and play right here in the heart of New York. The mission of this podcast is to shine a spotlight on the people, places, and events that make our community an amazing place to live. We don't run ads. We don't talk politics. Our only ask is that you help us spread the love that we have for this community by sharing these episodes with your neighbors. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, time for the weekly recap. We have six, maybe seven businesses to talk about to highlight from the week that was one that we'll start with right away was one of our Hey Neighbor features a couple of weeks back, JP Kidwell from the company Airwell. This is something that, you know, we discovered through our conversation with JP that uh, living in this house for 17 years now. We've never done it. We've never cleaned it. Our- I was definitely in a state of like panic after talking to him because the fact and and the amount of laundry that we do in this house having three kids involved in sports like we do at least two loads of laundry a day two on a day. average yeah if, yeah. We, if we go like two three days without doing it's laundry, like an eight-hour project on the week day. yeah it's wild to think actually so anyway needless to say we it was a service we needed um you know it it helps with energy efficiency. For it sure. helps with cleanliness of the clothes. It helps with removing allergens. Um, Even the lint on the clothes, I've noticed a huge difference in the difference in the clothes when we take them out of the dryer. Yeah, they smell yeah. a little bit better. Yep. So, um, 150 bucks. So super, you know, cheap. I don't want to say cheap. I thought it was going to be way more yeah, expensive. I mean, inexpensive to have uh, a professional service come to your house and um suck out your dryer vest. like yeah. it's just it really is like garbage in the vent of your dryer so yeah so anyway not to belabor that point but something again you you should consider doing if you haven't done very inexpensive and what did it take like not even an hour oh gosh they were here for 20 25 yeah. minutes yeah so airwell check it out we have a slew of diners to talk to you about which is really exciting when we talk about small businesses the the diner in town is kind of central in the heart of uh, of so many little communities. And so we journeyed down to Hamilton, New York, and we uh, we had a, a basketball game for Jenna. So we were down in Hamilton on Saturday morning, super cold morning. I think it was like four degrees. I think it was left. four degrees. Um, but anyway, we we went to the game and then going through a neat little community. Well, Cool little Main Street um, there. And there were quite a few options of places that we could go for lunch after Jenna's game. The game ended at like 1130, quarter to 12. And Scott and I are, again, we're doing dry January. So they did have a, a tavern that looked very appealing, but that is too much of a temptation. The old we, us. The old yeah. us would have done that. Like, oh, we, for, sure. for us. For sure. We we definitely would have went and had, had a beer at noon um, at the tavern, but. We decided to go to the diner, and it was really, um, really neat. We sat at the bar there, and it had a brick wall. We took pictures and everything, and we'll post them. And and the food, they had a great menu. They had a lunch menu on one side, so if you wanted sandwiches, which we did because we had been up for quite some time by that point, um, you could get a whole array of different sandwiches. They had homemade soup. We each got a bowl of minestrone. 
And then on the other side, they serve breakfast until 2 p.m. every day, too. So if you were in the mood for breakfast, they had a ton of options um, for breakfast as well. Yeah. So College Town, Colgate right there. Very affordable. Actually, when we looked at the prices, I was like, yeah. oh, how does this place make money? Um, but super affordable, employed college kids, a lot of college yeah. kids. There it was packed. There wasn't an empty table on a Saturday afternoon. So, And we were in and out pretty quick, yeah. too. So it was definitely a good stop. Yeah, Broad Street Diner in Hamilton. So that brings me to Little Falls, where I went for a business lunch to the Ann Street Diner. You seen a theme Yeah, here with these diners? Um, but the Ann Street Diner is another one that is family owned, the owner on site doing a lot of the cooking in a world where so many things are processed and frozen. And you, you know, how many times do you eat out and then you need to pound like a gallon of water the rest yeah. of the day? There's so much sodium, sodium and salty. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just kind of cool. Uh, this Ann Street Diner was uh, our deli rather deli it is, um, yeah, it was kind of like having homemade food, something that you would make at home. Um, I had the gyro, which I try to call a gyro, which is a really long story, but it ends <laughs> with the proper pronunciation. I was told by a gentleman <laughs> once that sold gyros is gyro, not gyro, but I got the gyro. Um, <laughs> something different and uh, homemade mac salad and a bowl of chowder. So all of which was really good, fresh, homemade, good stuff. I went there, just real quick plug for Dinelli Partners. Uh, you probably don't know the name, but you should look it up if you are involved with the school systems or if you are involved with a, a small to mid-sized business or even a big business, actually. Um, Dinelli Partners is a company owned by a local group of people who have the mission to make central New York better. And Dave Casula will be one we'll have on to feature on our Hey Neighbor uh, in the future. Fascinating gentleman, uh, uber successful career uh, from Little Falls. He had a successful career that took him outside of Little Falls, but now in retirement. And I hesitate to use the word retirement because he owns like seven different companies uh, and is still active in all of them. But he has made it his mission to improve businesses and schools in the area that uh, he grew up in and he loves so much and where he's choosing to spend his retirement. So Denali Partners uh, got done with the meeting there, went over to the Ann Street Deli. I went grocery shopping in Utica this week. My mother uh, used to work at the St. Luke's Hospital. They now closed and they're all at the Wynn. And one of her spots that she would always go to is Shenantry's. Um, it's a grocery store right on French Road there. And they have a great selection of fresh meat, fresh seafood, um, breads. And they have a ton of Italian things that you can't find in other grocery stores. So my mom, we were headed up to Utica. I had to go return something Um up at the mall at Dick's, which Dick's has a fantastic return policy. I was super excited with them. I bought Jenna real quick a pair of sneakers for Christmas. She opened them up Christmas morning, said she loved them. Here it is. Uh, I'm in January and she hasn't worn them yet. Sits on its own eyes. Yeah. And so I called there and I said, I don't have the box. And they said, that's no problem at all. Bring them in as long as they're not worn and in good shape, we'll take them back. So they took them back and she wanted to stop at Shenantry's because they had a special on Dino sausage. My father loves 
Italian sausage. And apparently at Shenantry's, it was half the price that you could buy it at either Hannaford or Walmart. So we went into Shenantry's and I remembered what a, what a great spot it is. I ended up getting us the the salmon that night that I did yeah. in the air fryer and it was fresh and it was it was really good. So don't forget about uh, Shenantry's if you're um, up in that neck of the woods and you're looking for some really good fresh food. So if Abe Froman is the sausage king of Chicago, then Kelly's father, Carl Plano, is the sausage king of the Mohawk Valley. He's a sausage sure. connoisseur. Big fan of Dino's. And if anybody wants to buy a sausage machine, let me know. Because he's looking <laughs> to sell his and he thinks it's worth a ton of money. If, so. if anyone wants to overpay for an old sausage machine, please uh, It's that. definitely an antique. So <laughs> It is a market for everything. Um, I have honestly never been in Shenantry's. Now, this wouldn't be a shock to people who know it. Well, Cal- he doesn't grocery shop. He does the grocery shop. When I send Scott to the store for something, I have to send him <laughs> with a picture. And half of the time, he'll call me when he gets there and he'll go, what aisle is it in? Yeah. I'm like Dora the Explorer with the map. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I, I run into grumpy old trolls along the way. <laughs> or I think he has just perfected, if I do it wrong, she won't ask me to do it anymore. We cannot validate that statement. Okay, that well, cannot be proven. Okay. And I am not going to I'm take, just I'm just guessing here. I'm not going to admit guilt to that. Okay. Um, anyway, what I was going to say there. Go ahead. Is it sounds a lot like Wegmans. So we spent six years in Rochester and fell in love with Wegmans. Uh, I went to college. We both went to college. But when I was in college, I took a marketing and advertising class and we studied the business model of Wegmans. And it truly is amazing. The the little things that they do that Mm -hmm. other places don't that makes it such a unique and memorable shopping experience. And they don't just have customers. They have raving fans. And that's how you know you've made it in business when people... I mean, I know a couple of people that once a month they go to Syracuse to yeah. go to Wegmans, Just you know? It, yeah. yeah. Trader Joe's is a lot like that too. People really like Trader Joe's. Well, and so that's my long way of giving a plug to Shenatry's because it kind of sounds yeah. like that where there's some unique things, a different shopping experience. Yep. Obviously, uh, your your Walmarts and Targets of the world can't do what Shenatry's is yep. doing. So give them a look. Let's talk about the Nexus Center. This is something we didn't realize. I'll let you handle this one. So the Nexus Center, Saturday night, um, kids right now, it's t- it's so cold out. It's just cold. And to go outside, and I, I mean, Friday night, Connor went to ski club, and he came home, and he said it was freezing. Yep. I mean, so you can ski, and especially if you have the right gear. And But Jenna, being 12 and wanting to hang out with friends and stuff, they found that the Nexus Center offers public ice skating. Uh, they went up there from seven to nine, I want to say it was. Yeah, because I brought them. Uh, I dropped them off a little before seven. You can get ice skate rentals and skate for two hours for $8. And it just gives the kids a fun place to go where they can all be teenagers and kids and loud and goof around. And So if you don't want to be cold outside, it's not. No, it's they a said great it, spot to go to be cold inside. They said it was not that cold. So me being the the worried, I'm like, do you have gloves? Do you have a hat? And she's like, no, mom, I'm not wearing a hat. <laughs> and when she got home, she said it was not that cold in there. With so, the amount of time she spends in her hair, she shouldn't wear a hat. Well, I mean, right. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're they have on their website, if you go to the Nexus Center website, they have um, open skate hours during the week um, and on the weekend. So she had a lot of fun. 
All right, let's wrap it up with one last diner. This is a unique, memorable, that's the uh, theme today, right? Uh, location in Herkimer. It is Crazy Otto's Diner. It's an old train car yep. that they converted into a diner. They're always packed. The portions are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I just Go ahead. I got a half an omelet. I don't even want to know how many eggs could be in a full omelet because this omelet took up my whole plate and I only ate half of the half. Because you're responsible. Whatever you put in front of me, I will eat. (laughs) (laughs) So I will post a picture of the uh, eggs Benedict I got, which also consumed the entire plate, including the hash browns. I left the orange peel. I didn't eat the orange peel. It was just too much for me. I'm going to put it over the top. It was supposed to be your dessert. No room for dessert. <laughs> nah, it was tough. Um, so, yeah, it, it just everything you think of with diner, you know, local people, uh, you know, local servers with just, you know, upbeat personality. Constantly uh, trying to refill your cup of coffee. And like, yeah, yeah, all good stuff. So, you know, it Sunday for us. We we talk, you know, I talk a lot about the F words, right? So we talk about faith and family and friends. And so we joke that we get out and do a lot of things, but we don't date often. Yeah. Um, and so this was our, our date. So we did church on uh, Sunday Janet morning. had religion Janet class. Janet had religion class right after. So we had an hour in between. So we went on a breakfast date. Kelly doesn't eat breakfast, so that... I don't. Limits our breakfast dates. Yeah, but, I'm not a big fan of breakfast. But uh, she stretched her. It was it was almost 1030. It was like, like bordering March. lunch. And yeah, I, I was OK with it. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, not to get into relationships here, but probably a good rule of thumb. Right. Date your partner, mm-hmm. even if it's at an old train car <laughs> diner on a Sunday morning. <laughs> But uh, no, Crazy Autos, good stuff, locally owned, really, you know, everything we talked about here today. These are just great examples of small to mid-sized businesses, pillars in the community, uh, doing all the things that that we love and applaud and, and why we love living here. So good stuff. Anything to add? I don't think so. I think you got it off. All right. This week, you are going to get Jared Miller from Howard Hanna Realty, among other things. Jared's a fascinating gentleman. Full disclosure, we recorded the episode last week, and Jared is a huge Bills fan, as am I. Mm. Um, And so it's going to air, and you're going to hear a lot of optimism and hope in our conversation. Even though they're Bills fans. Because it took place before the Chiefs game. I have no idea how they can have optimism and hope because this team is just constantly ripping your heart out. I so I don't want to focus on optimism and hope. I want to focus on resiliency. Okay, there and, you go. Is it definitely resilient and adversity? So if the Buffalo Bills have taught me anything in nearly five decades of pain, suffering, and misery, it's how to be resilient and deal with adversity. And remind ourselves that it really is just a game. Because if you let it bother you, um, if you root for this team, it will mm-hmm. it will lead to uh, a life of misery, complete misery. Misery. <laughs> so with that, go whoever you're rooting for. Our I'm teams are out. For the Lions now, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I am a Lions fan. That's what, what I want to see. Win. All right. We'll see you guys out there.
Thank you for tuning in to another Love Living Local episode. Before you head out to support all things Central New York, we just have one ask of you. Please help us share the love we have for our community by sharing this podcast with a neighbor of yours. We truly appreciate you. In fact, you are one of the many reasons we love living local.